At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. are the salon sleuths my name is melissa and my name is leslie and we are two women from the pacific northwest we are both curious about paranormals spirit guides ghosts past lives we are suspicious about true crime disappearances and strange phenomenons we are open to learning about the supernatural and all things we don't understand together we're opinionated with a splash of smart ass join us to learn and Stay curious, stay suspicious, and stay open. Follow Salon Sleuths on all major podcast platforms. Good morning, Salon Sleuths and Leslie. How are you? Good morning, Melissa. I'm doing great. Well, you I'm know, I've bit, always got I, like a million things going on. So I know, I know. I want to hear about them. I am a bit oh. tired. I just got back from, you know, the big van trip. How long was that anyway? Boy. Well, I went for work um Wednesday through Friday and then Saturday I left with him in the van and came back on Wednesday okay and so it was kind of a two-parter but I was gone a full week and now I feel like I need a vacation after my vacation totally I totally get that yeah (laughs) but we had a great time and I did good work you know I got good work done before I left with him and then Yellowstone and the Tetons was great. We did a ton of driving, obviously. Um, and, you know, lasting memories that we just won't, you know, we won't ever soon forget. But um, yeah, I'm just tired. So this morning, you know, we're supposed to record at 930, which seems like a great idea when I woke up at eight. And then I just kind of laid in bed and looked at email <laughs> and I just, <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I gotta get up. And just so everybody knows, Melissa has a history of not showing up for a a Zoom. So I I normally text her and then today she said to call her, which I did. And she was actually getting ready. So we're good. But there's been times. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I haven't even had anything to drink. I need to go get down and get myself some tea or something so I can have something. And I was telling her, I'm like, okay, I've got this clock on my microwave. This is one thing and my, uh, my alarm clock. I need to get these all in sync. Well, get this. I, I, we have one clock that requires a battery and it's a big one. And so I gave it, I took it off the wall, gave it to Deegan to put a battery in, but he never changed the time. Oh, and then, <laughs> so I put it on a, and it's always like 40 minutes like behind. And I'm always like thinking I have so much more time. Yes. And then I'm like, that's Oh, that's And then he's, he's like, what's up with this? I, I forget. I'm going to say it wrong, but the hydrolytic like clock what is this is this like prehistoric <laughs> like he's like who can read this like what are you talking because it's what the roman numerals and stuff oh and i'm like is what he's trying is that to okay? okay i don't yeah. even know what i said but um i i knew what i meant but i yes. always say the wrong word so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were uh, they were i was laughing so hard because it was like they probably <laughs> you know probably learned that in kindergarten Yes. And then um, probably hadn't seen it since, you know, I like, actually don't think they learn it the way we learned it. Anymore. Yeah. I think they kind of like really surface learn it, but like, it was like, we were tested on it. It was over and over again. I will tell you when uh, my son decided he was going to stop wearing the iPhone watch or the Apple watch, he got a regular, cl- a regular watch. 
And I think that's when he really got good at it. Oh yeah. yeah. And that was like at 20. So, yeah. you know, I just, I it's think- just really funny. Like, and the, I mean, I think they were like, they sang these things and I was laughing because I wasn't sure if they were kidding or not, which I kind of think they were halfway kidding. I think it started out like being joking and then part of it turned into serious. It was just a really funny moment with the boys were like, and he's like, what is this V anyway? Like, like, <laughs> I, like it's, I think it's a five. Come on, Tristan. No, like, oh, well, it was fun. That's too funny. That's so today funny. my oldest graduates high school. <gasps> Yay. Congratulations, mommy. Yes. Yeah, so the Yay. honors society is happening or the honors. Um, what is it? The honors something is happening right now. Celebration. And um like a assembly? the honors assembly or something I don't know okay. and I'm like and so all the seniors had to go to it even if they're not in honors and I'm like Ella's like you really should go and I'm like I know he's there but he's not in it like yeah should I have gone I'm only going to like the regular graduation well I I think if he's not getting an honor it's probably okay I will tell you this is a funny story about that yeah so I got several honors and scholarships and everything and I remember we had an assembly during school and then well maybe it was just the assembly during school yeah it was just the assembly during school and then we had the real thing right but at the assembly during school at my 15 I don't remember one of my reunions the guy who sat next to me said (laughs) I was really sorry that I sat next to you because you kept getting all these awards and standing up and going up to the whatever and get your awards and I got none he goes, you are the wrong person for me to be sitting next to. So I think for the other kids, I mean, it's good for them to see that stuff, but yeah, it's a bit. So next year part. I'll have to go for Ella, but probably yes. not this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you're fine. And I also think like with COVID, I doubt that, you know, a lot of extra parents showed up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but I would say. You're, you're probably although okay. I did I volunteered they had a instead of like the senior grad party at night they yeah. did one at a carnival at the school and there was probably over 200 kids and I did not see one mask like oh. it felt like the most normal day ever and not even the staff were wearing masks like nobody oh, was wow. like the principals walking around and and I'm like okay so is this were how you? it is like were you wearing a mask I had it with me and I, I'm probably like everybody else who are vaccinated, I vaccinated, guess, but yeah. I was just like, I'm, and I wasn't and the kids aren't mingling, though, yeah. you know, I had a job, so I was just kind of standing in the shade because it was like a hundred degrees and you're outside. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, this is kind of crazy. Like no wonder a lot of people were, get, was this last like, night? No, this was Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday from Ridge, like 12 to three. Didn't Lake Ridge do theirs yesterday? Yeah, they did their graduation okay. yesterday. I don't know when they did their party, but I think they did their party yesterday. I thought, oh, they, I don't know. Yeah. From like four to seven or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe. okay. So that's funny because, um, you know, going on this fan trip, I started in Colorado, then we went to Wyoming, then I was in Yellowstone, then we were in the Tetons, Jackson hole, and then everywhere in between. Leslie, it's like we're not having a pandemic in any other part of the country. It was crazy. And I have to tell you, I totally got down with it. I was totally like, dude, I'm vaccinated. I'm feeling pretty good. And in Yellowstone and the Tetons, the national parks, there were so many people packed into those little gift shops, like wall to wall people. Like you couldn't, no one's wearing masks. And you know, it's fine some places literally did not have signs like in Idaho, no sign, even that you needed to have a, have a thing in Colorado, you had to wear the mask in the door, like for a restaurant, you had to wear it inside. Then once you sat down, you could take it off. They didn't have regular menus. They, you took a picture or you put your phone up to the um, menu, the QR code and your menu came up. So you didn't have paper menus, but, um, that was the most strict the entire trip. Then we went to Wyoming and it was just like suggested, right? Maybe you'd see a sign on a door. Then in um, Jackson Hole, some employees were wearing masks, but there was, um, I, I asked, cause I came in, I said, do I need to wear my mask? 
And they said, whatever you feel comfortable with. And it was just the weirdest thing, but you know, I was vaccinated and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to live as the commoner because, um, a couple of times I put my mask on just cause I don't know, I was having a little bit of anxiety, I guess about it. Um, but I kind of got into it. And then when we got, <laughs> we got back to get, you know, gas or stop or whatever in Oregon, I was like, I'm not so down with this anymore. <laughs> As you get closer to home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it was also a hundred degrees, right. Yeah. In, in Pendleton and the day we got back. And so it was really hot in that mask and, you know, I'd been used to it before, but kind of got a little, I kind of got a little used to it, a little vibe of the pre Well, we end up, days. we forget to take them off. And so when we, yes, like we're just walking around the house and Michael's like, <laughs> can you take your mask off? It's like nine o'clock at night. And they're still like down by our chin. And I'm like, yeah, totally. But like, I, I still remind cause I still have that cough. And I really like, if I'm in public and I cough, like everyone looks at you like, <gasps> and so I just, I have it. I wear it. I used to wear mine in the stores and stuff, and I probably will for a while and whatever. That's funny. Cause there was a couple of people that coughed when we, when I was places and I was like, you know, yeah, Arr! you know, so anyways, well, that is too funny. Um, what else has happened to you in the last week and a half? Um, well on Monday I decided <laughs> to <laughs> rip out my main bathroom that and, um, redo it. And so I had a professional question for you. Yeah. Okay. Like you can see the background that I have right now. Yes. And that's just like wood. It's just a picture. Yeah. But my question is I have 18 by 18 inch floor tiles. Cause I ripped out the toilet, the vanity, the sub flooring. I put down new half inch party backer. I just yep. waterproofed it and now it's ready for tile, but my 18 by 18, it's such a weird, like narrow kind of bathroom. Yes. That um, I'm going to have these like really small, like probably two or three pieces. inch pieces on each side. So I'm trying to avoid that. Like, could I offset the tiles, but not like right in the middle? Like, can it be like two or three inches over versus because the guy at Home Depot said not to have all four corners meet together. Wow. But then when I was oh, looking at pictures. He wanted to well, it. he says that makes it weak, like those corners. And, but I'm like, I was looking at like history of tiles and like, there's so many that have like those points go together, but your, could your I offset it? That yeah. Can, I, I would disregard that. Um, you can offset it. That's called a bricklay. So if you look at behind, well, if you're looking at the picture behind yeah. you, um, when you go to the middle of a tile, like if you have a subway tile and you go to the middle of it and you yeah. on the next row and you start that, that's called bricklay, um, and, or offset. Yes, you can do that. Absolutely. The other okay, thing, but if I didn't want to go all the way to the middle, could I do, then, then we call that a, a one third, but then the next one, you should go one third. So it should be one third, one third, one third on each row. Okay. What if sense? it wasn't one third, but like. I mean, I, I can't, I don't what, even know measurements. What, like, what well, okay. You? Because like, um, just one area, like to make it really simple, it would just be offset by like two or three inches of the 18. But I feel like as long as I'm consistent all the way through, will I be okay? Yeah. I think that's going to look weird. Okay. I wouldn't do the two or three inches. What I would have actually recommended is you use a smaller tile. So that you, cause that I do know what you're talking about in your bath and it's very yeah. tight there. Yeah. Um, but if you're not going to do that, I would actually flip them and do them diagonal. So I do them on the diamond. Okay. So I actually but, was playing around with that too. So, yeah, but that is more waste. So it's yeah. going to be, might require a little bit more tile. It's a little bit more difficult, but that's what I would do in that tight space. Because anytime you take that tight space and you put big tile where you're straight on and you don't have a diagonal kind of progressing you forward in the room, you are making that space seem even a little bit tighter. So, um, that's what I would do because mm. I'd make you turn it into a diagonal, which I know is a little harder, but you'll love it harder. I, I barely even know what I'm doing right now. I'm like, <laughs> it might I, actually be a little easier because you might be able to use more full tiles and then just have the triangle tiles on the side. What if you had a, what if you could do a full 18 by 18 turned on its, on its diamond, on its 45, all the way up 
the middle part of the skinniest okay. part of the bathroom. Yeah. And then went out from there. You might, might actually be better. Okay. I'll take a look at that. Yeah. Take a look at that. You well, can thank send you. Me pictures. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, but that was a, Oh my like, gosh. Oh my, so Michael funny. just keeps opening up the door, looking in and like shaking his head and walking out. He's like, mm, all right, well, good luck. Similar thing is happening here. Um, two weeks ago, I got a new vanity in the kid's bathroom thinking, okay, I have plenty of time before my two kids are home for good um, for the summer. I should say not for good, but for the summer. So got the new vanity and went in, then you have to get it templated for the countertops. So that took um, that was three days after I got the counter or the cabinet in, then that takes 10 days before you get it in. So that came in on Friday night. I was gone until Wednesday. Um, and the sink, sorry, the faucet and the accessories arrived yesterday. And then I found out that Maya is coming home tomorrow, which I thought I had a whole nother week. So Eric was at 11 o'clock last night putting the faucet in because I don't really know what I'm doing when it comes to plumbing. So he's putting the faucet in, then hopefully we'll get the light in. Uh, the Well, we're just taking out the light that's there and putting a new light in. So, and that's not a huge deal. As long as the toilet works, the sink works, and they have a bathtub or a shower or whatever, um, they're fine. But yeah. yeah, I was, I'm like working against the clock now. So similar, just, I'm not doing the floor yet. I'm going to wait till they go back to school, I'll do the floor and I'll take, rip out the bathtub and put a new bathtub with a tile surround. Um, so yeah, I'm going to wait on that one. Yeah. You're so well, funny. Well, good for you. You're so energetic. I just love that. Uh, I don't know. I was, I, I, was, I was texting my neighbor. I'm like, you know, have you ever started a project and you thought, why did I start this project? Yeah. It's so much harder. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh God, I had no idea. And it was super hot. So I was like totally dripping sweat and. Oh gosh. Do you not have air conditioning? Well, we just have a window unit. Our house is oh. really old. Like it's not even like an old, like 1919 house. It's like yeah. a 1969 Marsha Brady house. It's not Do like. Do you still have the um, baseboard heating? No, I don't think okay. we've ever had that, but we definitely okay. have like a dinosaur furnace, but okay. it works. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like there's usually just like a month out of the whole year that I'm like, I am so hot, but whatever. Yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, not till August where we like, we should have gotten air conditioner. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then by September we're fine again. So yeah, whatever. So true. Yeah. Well, I have some, some topics today to talk about. Um, and this goat falls in line with what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, uh, crazy mothers, right? Okay. And the one thing that I want to follow up on is there's been new news about, uh, the Daybell case, Lori Daybell. Have you heard that? No, what happened? Well, she came in front of the judge again, and it was via Zoom. And she has been, um, how, how did they put it? She has been pronounced unable to fit, to, to, unable, unfit to stand trial. Sorry, that's what I'm, so close to by reason of insanity she's gotten a psychologist to say that she is unfit to stand trial which also means that her first um first court appearance also is disregarded because she may or may not have been unfit at that point to have come in front of the judge and apparently i did not see the video of this uh zoom call but she, you know, she has blonde hair or she had blonde hair. And when she came in, in court the first time she had like lipstick on, um, which apparently they use in jail, they use Jolly Ranchers and they kind of lick them and get stain their, their lips. So everybody was saying that she'd probably done that, but she'd kind of put herself together for that one. Well, apparently this one, her hair is totally grown out dark. She looked disheveled. She had her head down, didn't put her head up. She looked very, um, not well, I guess would be the right word. 
Um, but also Chad Daybell came in front of the court in for his appearance and he was oftentimes smiling and quite happy and almost looking like he was enjoying himself. Oh, yeah. So, is and he, you, you remember the Daybell case, Is he case, as crazy? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, well, no, he has not been deemed crazy. I don't think he's asked to be, um, you know, found unfit to stand trial. But she now has. And I just think she's a master manipulator. I mean, I listened to a lot of um, the uh, police videos slash audio of her when police would stop by her house or whatever when the kids were missing and she's just a diabolical liar i think she just knows how to manipulate people i think she knows how to manipulate um or knew how to manipulate her brother who has since passed who i believe killed her ex-husband on purpose and actually the um that's the other update is the local gilbert police have act are actually investigating that death again to determine whether um, he was killed purposefully by the brother but you know the brother I'm sure dead. she manipulated him in the way to do that oh, but but 100%. like honestly like I know that um she's probably a good manipulator like you're saying but she has to be mentally ill right and doesn't it, it doesn't mean that what she did I mean that doesn't mean that um that she shouldn't be charged with these things I'm just saying that she's mentally ill like and what's sad is if she ever gets on the right meds right yeah. she may never fully feel the what she had done right right well, and I that, I, I kind of want to say it's like somebody who's like a drinker like an alcoholic right yeah and then the people are and they do stuff yeah. and the people around them we all like suffer Yes. their actions and even when they get sober they don't actually really know what that was like to go through well, that with them also that's how she's going to be like she's so not going to understand that i think i think also to your point for, first of all she could just be you know diabolical crazy and so selfish that she's narcissistic because she's not you know, she's not really clinically crazy she's just so narcissistic Everything was about her and her happiness and all of that. So that is possible, right? But to your point, I feel like with if she ever got well, like you said, the severity of what she has done is almost so incomprehensible that I don't know how she could live no like live a non-regretful life or a non like just well totally i don't think that will life. ever be a i don't think that will ever be an issue for her because like so she experienced it while she was crazy right and then yeah. let's just say she gets the help that she needs and she gets the right drugs like she will still always be able to like validate at the time because she knows what those feelings yes. were at that time. Yeah. So she'll never really yeah. fully understand, even if she's whole again. Yeah. What it was like. Have you have you ever had an opportunity to to have experienced something with someone who is an alcoholic and then later where they just don't comprehend, they don't seem remorseful in the way that you think they understand what they did? No. And that's what I mean with her, yeah. because at the time they went through it and they were like, oh, you know, we were just having fun or, you know, whatever, or yeah. with her, like, yeah, because I, I thought they were at risk of their lives and their, yeah. you know, full eternity within heaven and all of that. So I had to do with that, even if she's saying she can say that because that's what she felt at the time. Yeah. And I don't think that she could comprehend, she couldn't live with herself if she knew no, who could, what if she, you were able to snap out of it or like get the right help to fully like take in what you had done. Yeah. I don't think anybody would be able to live with themselves like that. Like, I don't know. I agree. I agree. Well, so that's the update on that one. Yeah. And here's the other one. Ugh. I, I think, I feel like we need to make this mental health, um, the episode for mental health and I know nothing about mental health. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is, um, a really sad story. 
um, that happened here locally in Sherwood. I'd never heard of it, um, but June 2nd of 2001, a Sherwood mother named Christina Buckley, she was 38 years old, she um, confessed to uh, the police that arrived at her house, and we'll get into how they arrived at her house, that she strangled and killed her daughter. Her daughter's name was Cecilia Buckley, and she was found on the floor of their Sherwood home, and she was unresponsive and limp, says police, when they arrived. And some reports say that the father was actually present trying to do CPR. They found the mother locked in the bathroom with self-inflicted wounds. She apparently had taken some uh, medication, like eight I didn't, I didn't actually hear what eight medication she took, but she took some medication and then proceeded to try to cut herself, but um, started falling asleep. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture. And not being able to finish that job, but she locked herself in there. And so um, she, when police finally got her out, she did confess in the ambulance on her way to the hospital um, for her self-inflicted wounds that she had indeed strangled her daughter and tried to kill her. Um, and she did this because she was convinced that, um, she, well, not convinced. She was going to kill herself that night. She had decided that she was going to kill herself. And she then thought about what was going to happen to her daughter. And for some reason, she didn't take into account that dad was still going to be there, but she took in, she thought in her mind that her daughter was then going to go into foster care and that then she was going to be, um, at the risk of running into pedophiles and to be sexually assaulted and et cetera. And so her anxiety got the best of her and she just decided to take care of her daughter. Um, the interesting thing is they were laying on the couch, snuggling, watching a movie and let's back up for a little bit um, before I tell all that actually. But the EMTs dry, did try to revive Cecilia um, after dad reportedly was doing CPR and she was pronounced dead at Meridian Park, which is a local hospital, probably about 10 minutes away. And an autopsy was done and so showed that she had died of strangulation. But the reason, again, the, the mother had um, done this was to protect her daughter in her, in her eyes. And later the mother did waive her right to a jury trial, which is kind of why I think maybe we didn't hear about that. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but that day, June 2nd was the last day of school <clears throat> and mom had woken up and daughter had gone to school and mom had a feeling that something bad was going to happen to the daughter. So dad had been struggling with mom for about the whole month, um, with mom having delusions and paranoia and, and the like. So dad said, okay, let's go pick her up. And they picked her up from school, which is a private school in Newburgh, <clears throat> not too far away at 1130 it was the last day of her school. They went and they got lunch and then dad drove mom to the doctor where they actually got some stronger medication 
for her because, you know, I think dad told doctor, Hey, she's not doing well. This is not going well. So they got her some stronger medication and took her home. Well, about three. So you can probably imagine a couple hours later, dad um, decides he's going to go to the gym. And I'm sure he feels horrible about this decision now, but he about a half hour into his workout, he calls and he talks to Cecilia and she sounded happy. She was like, oh yeah, we're going to watch a movie. Everything's fine. And so he goes on his workout and comes home about a half hour later to find that the door is locked and no one would answer. And he tells uh, police that he starts pounding on the door, trying to get in, finally gets in and finds his daughter unconscious on the floor. Um, and obviously he start, he calls 911, the police start coming, everything starts happening. Um, the wife, when the police get the wife out of there, she says that they were just snuggling on the sofa and she was having these illogical thoughts. Um, and she started strangling her daughter. What she then says is a phone call came in. And un unfortunately, the phone call was not early enough, but a phone call comes in and she stops what she's doing. She's kind of broken out of it. She answers the phone and it's a local store saying, hey, we've got this thing that you ordered. You can come in and get it. And she was very agitated on the phone with this person, but it sort of stopped her doing what she had been doing. And then she realizes what she's done. So she gets a knife too from the kitchen and she goes and locks herself in the, in the bathroom. Um, and that's when she decided she was going to kill herself right then, because I think she realizes what she's done and it's too late and it, you know, whatever, but it doesn't work in time. Dad comes home, the police are called and ultimately um, she is sentenced to life. Um, and Cecilia, I just want to talk about her a little bit because she was also supposed to go back to school after her dad got home for the end of school kind of party carnival, whatever. And obviously she didn't, um, Cecilia loved the girl scouts. She was actually into Scottish dancing and American Girl dolls and gardening. Um, they say that she, as an 11 year old, was very mature. She was very intelligent and thoughtful beyond her years. Um, but this really like sent huge shockwaves through the community. Um, the reason I found out about this story, I had not heard of it, but the reason I found out as I was having dinner with some friends and she was telling me about her daughter's friend who had been friends with Cecilia at the, at this small age. And this friend um, is now 20. This girl is now 20, but that has had such a large impact. Losing her best friend or friend has had such a large impact on this 20 year old that she doesn't, she doesn't like to drive. I don't even think she has a driver's license. Maybe she's just getting it. I think is what I heard, but she has really paralyzed her throughout her life from having that happen at such a young age, volatile age. And the shockwaves just are tremendous. And you actually had heard about this story, right? From mm -hmm. somebody else. So yeah, so this is a total salon sluice with, with one of my clients. Her kids all went to that same school and um, her son is probably the same age as your friend's daughter. Okay. Because they were all in that same class together. And I think this was like small classes. And I believe that Probably you said people. Yeah, it was very small. It's a small Christian college or high school. I mean, elementary. Yes. Is it elementary? Yeah. And um, because I remember her coming in and yeah, it might have been because it was 2012. I don't know. I can't do the math, but um, it was 10 years ago. Probably elementary. Fifth grade. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. So um, it was a it was going to be a swim party at one of the like parents house, but everybody was going like the teachers and stuff are all going to this thing. And so I believe maybe that's why the dad was coming home is to maybe get her back to that. Mm -hmm. And I, and I talked to my friend about this. And of course now I can't remember everything she had said, but it's pretty much kind of what you were just saying is like, mm -hmm. um, 
just a terrible. Like, I think everybody was super shocked. Nobody knew. Um, I did remember hearing about it in the news. And then I remember this client coming in and saying this happened and that her son went to school with this. They all knew her. Yeah. They all, you know, yeah. it's a small school. So yeah, very, very, very terrible. Horrible. And I, I should say that while the the mother was found guilty except for insanity, which I, I've never heard that term being used before, mm. but um, she actually remains in the state hospital under supervis- yeah. supervision for life. So um, just sad. And, and, you know, and did I, you say like that, the the husband, they're probably not married anymore, but he moved no, away. He, he did. I, I, I yeah. actually cyber stalked him a little bit. Yeah. Um, my he, friend didn't know that. So yeah. I was like, I think she, Melissa told me he moved to, where did you say he moved to? McMinnville. So he yeah. moved out of Sherwood to a couple towns over and um, he divorced her almost right away. Um, and I don't know how he could even, I don't know even how he does it, like how incredibly sad for him to be in that situation. Just really sad. One of the really lovely things that did happen, I thought, uh, after Cecilia's death was that they planned a Girl Scout celebration. So on June 6th, all of Cecilia's Girl Scout troop, which was 11 girls in total, attended her Greek Orthodox funeral and performed a bridge ceremony, which is a symbolic ceremony in the Girl Scouts, bridging her promotion from being a Girl Scout to a cadet. They released purple balloons, which was her favorite color, that contained notes to her from their friends, which almost made me tear up because then somebody found those balloons and had to read those notes. Um, and so her mother, obviously, like I just said, is spending life in the state hospital, um, hopefully getting the health that the help that she needs. But again, I guess I go back to the previous case where if she gets the help and she's feeling more normal, how do you live with yourself having done that? I don't, I don't know how you Well, like I said, like she may not ever feel that because at the time she's going to remember those feelings of being justified of why she did it. Like, I don't know how you could, um, like, I don't know. You know, it's so funny that you said that, like, this is so weird because when did this happen? 2011. Okay, so in uh, November of 2012, I did an event at the club. And there were all these leftover balloons, like this huge amount of balloons. So we tied them together and Laura, I'll take out her last name, but Laura was with me and I um, attached a note saying, and I, and I think I said um, it was for my fallen, my friend, a fallen soldier, Janie, and because she had died in 2009 and so obviously I think about her all the time. So in 2012 yes. or maybe 11, I sent off these balloons with a note attached to it. Okay. And then um, on November 18th, 2012, I get this note back because I attached my email address to it. Okay. And it says, um, hi, my name is Ed Fisher and from Pendleton. Where, oh how far gosh. away is that? Yes. That's three and a half hours. We just went. Yes. This past Monday. weekend, I was hunting with my son in Elkhorn mountains near Baker. And I saw something that didn't look quite right. And I found your fallen soldier balloons. It made me stop and think about all those who gave their lives for our freedom. It was rather special for me because my dad, because of my dad, he was a world war II veteran who served in the Pacific. I hunt, I hunted with him for several years, some in Elkhorn on the land that our family has owned for over a hundred years. Thank wow. you for honoring those who have given so much um, so we could live the way we do. The balloons did not look very old, but I'd like to, you know, I'd like you to know, I would like to know when you launched them, it would be interesting to hear of all the places and thoughts and prayers have landed or wherever. Like, I think he was Aww. thinking I put off lots, but yeah. I had just sent it that like, so it where's Baker. Baker is like Eastern Oregon. It's a ways out. They, man. so they went That's from Tualatin to Baker, like, yeah. and he, and for him to find it, right. Like the right person to find my, my balloons. Honoring well, did you do Jamie. that when you were a kid in school? Um, 
No, but Ella did at school. Here's another really weird thing. Ella did, and they had to put a wish. So one of the parents for um, their child's birthday at the school, they hold went on, and bought balloons for 245 miles. So that's how long it went, but that's a long ways. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So Ella at school, one of the the parents brought in balloons and everybody attached a birthday wish to it for her daughter's birthday. So they went out in the field and they let them go. And and then I was, this was a while later. I didn't even know if they had done this. I go to pick up Ella at school and the teachers are like, oh my gosh, you're not even going to believe what's going to happen. But I'm going to let Ella tell you. And I was like, okay. Like she gets in the car and she's like, mom, I got a gift today. I was like, you got a gift from who It came in the mail to the school. And um, so Ella's birthday wish attached this balloon, who knows how long before she wanted a giant cupcake and um, I can't, maybe a giant cupcake is all it was. Well, they had attached that it was from Oak Creek elementary school and all that stuff. Right. A teacher in Vancouver, Washington, found Ella's balloon, sent her a giant cupcake piggy bank, and a book to go with the class. So this teacher like totally like sent Ella a gift. Like that's the perfect, perfect person to have found that too. Isn't that funny? Like, oh, and she was a teacher at an elementary school in Vancouver. That's awesome. So like we, we both just had really good luck with sending our balloons off. Like apparently because they they hit the right people. We all did that when we were in school. I don't know what I don't remember doing that. Yeah. And I actually got a letter back. I still have it. I, oh, yeah. I didn't know we were going to talk about this today. I would have found it. It was, I think, um, you know, I lived in Hillsborough. It didn't go very far. It was in McMinnville, I think, um, which is probably 40 minutes from. That's still kind of far for a balloon to travel, like a yeah, regular balloon. He, he wrote me a letter back, said who he was, what he did or whatever, and just wished me well. But um, we all did that. And we all wrote letters hoping to get or cards. I think they were post postcards attached to the bottom of the balloon. I'm hoping to get something back. So, you know, if we did that now, though, people are, there's so many like environmentalists out that are saying that it's so bad for the environment to send off balloons into, you know, well, if anything was needed and when you said that, I was like, oh gosh, don't, you know, I, I'm kind of like in my mind going, don't be sending balloons. Like, oh, how horrible. But I do think that, and I think this was why we did it. I, I, as I recall, is that we are like, how do I describe this? We are all connected and not that far apart. We're not that different. Mm -hmm. Like we're all of one community. And while the world seems so large, it's actually not as large as you think. I mean, a simple balloon can fly, you know, 245 miles and be found by a really nice person who, you know, send you a letter and, and cares enough. And, and the teacher, right. she didn't even just send a letter. She actually went and bought something. Right. I, I still, that is one of those things that we did when we were young that I think are, was super impactful for me. And I wish we would keep doing that for kids because I think um, it has an impact and you know what, you're more likely if you find one, having had those two experiences that you will send something when you find one. Well, I would do that anyway, probably even without it, but, but, yeah. you know, I would go beyond that. I would find out their name, their last you name, cyber stock what them. school they went to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's really funny is like last night, um, you know, the kids teepeed the big tree in front of the high school, which is, they always, they do it Senior every year. Right. Thing. Yeah. Well, apparently um, the principal was there and the police were there and they were just encouraging him, like, go for it. This is your, this is what you do. And so I thought that was really interesting, but I was like, and then Tristan put, bought shrink wrap because he was like, we're going to get some, they were going to do like the railing in front of the school. Yeah. And I'm like, what would be really funny is if you find the principal's house and do his car. (laughs) Right. And he looks at me, he goes, you could find it. And I said, (laughs) I could find it. (laughs) <laughs> but we're not going to do that. Like, um, I just didn't want him to get, I didn't want him to get in any trouble, but right. They did manage to get the, um, soccer goalie goal. Uh-huh. They took it all the way to the front of the school, like, and put it in the parking spots, like in the front. Like, Was that okay with the took- teacher or the principal? Um, so they didn't do that last night. They did it the oh. night before, gotcha. but 
that, I mean, it took like 40 kids to move it. And, um, but Tristan wasn't there. He had just slept in his friends were like, dude, you left 10 minutes too early. You, we, you missed the whole thing. And, um, I'm like thinking, okay, that's all fun. Somebody has to take it back down there. Forty that's not people. Be... So when I that's was like U putting o... on a trailer or something and like bringing it back down, you know. Yeah. When I was at University of Oregon, one of the years that we won Civil War, I think it was Civil War, uh, because we weren't that good when I was there. So you know, just beating Oregon State was like, you know, huge. That was like the highlight of the season. But um, they got up onto the goal post, the uprights, I guess, and wiggled it loose. I don't know how those things used to be put together, but they got it out of the ground and carried the football goal post to campus and put it on the president's lawn. Oh my and God. They got in trouble for that. Like those yeah. who found out to be caught, but you know, we didn't have video. I don't know how they knew who all did that, but it was like a big deal. And then now if you go there, um, you'll notice that security comes out and they surround both goalposts so that people don't do that. So if you're ever like, why are they surrounding those? That's why they're surrounding those. And people used to get up on them too. Yeah. And um, then they'd shake them down and whatever. So yeah, they're pretty well guarded now, but yeah, those, those, those fun pranks are fun. And I, I like the fact that the school just still allows some of those things um, and, and maybe gives them the good ones to do and says, yeah, we're not going to do that. That's vandalism, but this is good fun. You know? Yeah. That's cute. That's really cute. Well, it, when all of that, you were just saying, it reminded me of this story. And of course the article is so old. It looks like, um, anyway, it says, in 1986, and it says March 1st, there was a Mercedes in the Wilson pool. Like it made it to the deep end. Like I think they oh my gosh. dropped it into the shallow end and then it rolled down into the deep end. And it just said, um, uh, what was this mystery? 1986, Mercedes bill, how has it ever been solved? And it just let us know what you knew and when you knew it. But okay. I don't think it's, I have to research and see if I ever figured it out what happened, like who knew anything, but, um, okay, and, but I was thinking that was a senior prank, but it, that happened in March. So that wouldn't have been a senior yeah. prank. Plus but gas and oil in the pool. That's a big mess. Well, the whole front of the, looks like the front of the car is a little squished up a little. Oh. So, I mean, it probably, whatever. The, it was like a junker you're saying? Um, that seems like a big No, mess. like maybe when it hit the bottom of the pool. Oh, oh. I don't know for sure, but I remember, I thought that was earlier. I thought it was more like my sister. That would have been my freshman year. Yeah. But, um, cause I you went to Wilson, right? I did. I went there Do you and remember I remember it being like? a big deal, okay. but I, I kind of didn't re I didn't realize it was when I was there. I thought it was when my sister was there, but have you seen tower heist? No, the movie tower heist with Ben Stiller. Okay. I don't think so. Oh, oh, maybe I have. Yeah. And Alan, the guy from mash, what was his name? Alan. Oh, Yes. And they, something about the stuff in the walls. Yes. But they yeah. put the car. In, yeah. Well, yeah. I shouldn't tell that part, should I? Yeah. Cause that's like the best part of the movie. Um, yeah. But the car in the pool reminds me. Of yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. It's a good so I think next week I would like to tell you about Diane Downs yes. only because we're already in now we're in. So, um, okay. and that will give me a little bit of time to refresh everything that I have learned, but I forgot while I've been remodeling the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, me too. And we should also say we didn't record this week, right? We didn't drop a, we didn't because you know, I, was I was going to post something. And then I was like, ah, yeah, I was gone. I tried to record twice with Jacob and, um, it was too loud in the car. We couldn't figure out the microphone system because we were getting feedback and our best conversations happened while we were driving. And then, um, we were hiking 12 miles a day. That's awesome. And yeah. And so we were exhausted and we had no coverage, no data. So by the time we would get back, we had nothing. So, um, we ended up not being able to record, but, um, we had like really good conversations about religion and how we think religion, um, works and doesn't work. And, you know, we had conversations about the aliens again and it was, yeah. That's very, too bad. Very that, those would have been some really good uh -huh. conversations. But I'm going to nail him down. He's off camping now with his friends and I'm going to nail him down and we'll have, we'll have a follow-up. So he's awesome. just a hard kid to, to nail down. 
He's always on the go. So. Well, now that he's an adult and like. I know. I can't just tell him what to do. I know. Oh, well. All right, dear. Well, it's been great. I want to uh, thank all of our listeners for tuning in every week and supporting us. You know, we'd love to have you give us a five-star rating. And we also want to remind you to say, stay suspicious, stay open and stay funky. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you looked at me like, what? I'm like, is this right? So over the weekend, I could not remember those three words. Stay suspicious, stay open. And what's the third one? Was it, I thought one of them was stay curious. Stay curious, yes. Yeah. Stay open, stay suspicious, stay curious. And have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Okay, one last thing. If you want to be on the Suzanne Jockers show, which is going to be scheduled for July 5th, you need to message us on Facebook or send us an email to either salonsluis at Yahoo or salonsluis at Gmail. That's one way to get in touch with us. If you want to ask Suzanne Jockers, who is a local psychic here in Portland, who has been on her own radio show, who is, who has written a book. She's a, you know, a speaker, all kinds of things. She's She's amazing. amazing. If you want to be on our show and ask, ask eight, one, one or two, two questions. specific questions, yep. you can do that for free, but you just need to message us so we can get you a link to the Zoom. Yes. Maybe you want to know about a relationship. Maybe you want to know about a new job, where you're going in life, having kids. Yes. You, know, you want to have kids and you're having trouble getting pregnant. And, you know, those are really great questions to just, you know, ask her. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. That's it. Bye. Bye, Melissa. Bye. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.